friends, this is Megan, the heart. And this is Dylan, the smart. And you're listening to the Heart and the Smart podcast, where we discuss all things random or otherwise on the minds of two awkward millennials. Hi, friends. Right? Like, it's, I feel like it's been forever and it really hasn't, but it just feels like this week is like, for me anyways, it's like flown by. So, but at the same time, like, I feel like what was the last time we recorded, but I know we were late and getting stuff and it's just been a hassle. So. Mm-hmm. It's been crazy. I had my professor email me. Can't remember if I've told you the story, but. My professor emailed me yesterday and uh, she goes, um, for those of you that don't know, I'm in my like thesis seminar this next two semesters. And so we had like our first, like, you're supposed to like post an introduction to like help you like um, choose like a partner in the class to like be your like sounding board for like my thesis or whatever. So she sent me an email and she goes, um, so the module is almost over and you like haven't posted yet I just are you okay do you need support and I said no (laughs) I um, am just not my best self being going back to school and everything else and she's like oh believe me I understand um so it's just that's that's about sums it up for me there but yeah. in other news, I'm writing a thesis. Yay! The worst, like, awful part of your life for, like, the next couple months. <laughs> oh, my God. You can do it. I've been there. I get you. I mean, we had a conversation last night, like, and, like, it, they won't put you up for if you're not ready for it, like, so. And even then, like, by the time you get there, you'll be fine. Like, you know your kids, you know what, whatever you decide to pick, like, like you'll you'll get there. Yeah, well, and it's, you know, the, the difficult part about it is, is like, I had one plan or I had two actually, that I was really interested in, but then, um, COVID happened. And so one of them I can't do because the child that really not necessarily the main focus, but like it was, you know, prompting my plan of doing behavior isn't with me. Um, and, in person anyways well currently not at all uh, um, oh that's right that's right I forgot what you're talking and about. uh then the other one um involved starting a small business and we can't have food so I kind of just don't know what to do at the moment I mean but... I think your working theory what we talked about last night I feel like you know that and it, you know what? Any ideas for those people that are teachers out there? <laughs> right, for real. <laughs> what uh, you got? But, Throw some ideas. <laughs> right. Um, but also, like, my friend um, Shannon and I are going to sit down um, next week because she is going to help me kind of through it as well. But she can kind of be, as opposed to, like, my partner in the class that's going to be, like, my sounding board, she can is kind of going to be able to be more, like, up in it, really, with me, um, because she's in my building. Right. So, so it's someone that... Yeah. So she... And plus, she's done one before, too, in education, which will be helpful. 
<laughs> right. You're like, you've been through this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can only get you so far. I've done chemistry. That's it. I did a thesis in chemistry. And, and then, you know, eventually going to do the dissertation and talks, but <laughs> I have nothing to give you other than like basic, you know, psychology, which, if, you know, those that don't know that I have a, you know, minor in psych, but. Yeah. So I think like that'll be really helpful. And we're, so her and I are meeting on Wednesday after the kids leave to kind of just like go through everything and mm-hmm. um, like come up with some stuff. But we had talked today um, kind of about like structured teaching um, and using that as like my main, my main topic. Um, and then under structured teaching, like incorporating the, um, task boxes, Mm -hmm. um, because we've started doing, um, interactive task boxes. This is news to me. (laughs) Oh yeah. No, we, um, we started, uh, using interactive task cards on a website called boom cards. Oh, I sorry, you did mention that. Which, for any teacher who has not heard of them, they're awesome, and I, 10 out of 10, would recommend. Okay, well, Um, for those of you, we should paint me a picture. What do they do? (laughs) Yeah, so the ones that I've been working on, um, or my kids, I guess, I've been working on, um, for math is money. So, like, they, um, I think it was a freebie one that I bought, or I I don't think I bought it, this one, Um, and there's, like, a ton of free ones, so... They have, like, the coins at the top in, like, the top section, and they have to, like, count it. And then there's a box, and they type in their answer. Um, and, like, it gives them, like, a correct or incorrect. Um, and it doesn't let them move on until they get it right. Oh, that's kind of nice. Um, so you can and, work on problem areas. Yeah. Right. Well, and we know exactly, like, how many t- tries it took before they got it. Um, and like you get a ton of data from it because it's um electronic, so we're able to like go into the reports and not only do you see like how long it took them to do it and like their fastest and shortest time, um, but you can also see like repetitively which ones they've missed, but then um, because it's online and they have to like drag and drop. It is able to, like, track their um, mouse, Mm -hmm. um, like, track or whatever. So, like, on the ones that are multiple choice, it shows you, like, where they put the the answer first that was wrong and then where they switched it to. So, I can, like, go in and see if they put it on all the slots just to wait and see if they got it right and they're guessing um so that i can like get on their butt to be like stop guessing and do it right Mm -hmm. because if you don't start doing it right then you know you're gonna have to do it until you get a certain amount correct and i don't want to do that right you don't want to have to impose sanctions to like right you know so but i i told them i was like i will like if you're not going to take your time you're going to have to keep doing it until you get a certain percentage um or you just do it right the first time right so um that was that and then there's like some reading ones where like they have like a story and then like comprehension questions um 
there was there's all kinds of like ones for any type of like multiple choice anything um but you can do multiple choice with pictures which is cool um i made my own um for like our sight word um decks Mm -hmm. so like i read them the sight word or i like you know orally give them the sight word and they have to match it okay in word form um which is actually um the it will be interesting to to see because normally when we do sight words um i flip the card and they read it um to me gotcha um and this will be auditory so it'll be interesting to see if their scores are different um, based on their auditory processing um, if they're stronger auditory processors but we also like being in the like schedule we are we don't have time to sit with sight word decks and test everybody so I had to kind of get creative um and come up with a way to have them be able to do it by themselves. So right. we don't have to take everybody individually. So we'll see. Um, and that was like the concern that I was talking to Shannon and Kim about the other day. And Kim said, um, you know, just check, double check, cross check their data. And if it's like they were at like six and now they're at like 20, then you know, you know, that you're getting skewed data. Right, so just look for, like, inconsistencies. Mm-hmm. If all like, of a sudden oh. they've, like, doubled their score, then obviously it's because they're a better auditory processor. Which might help, you know, in the long run, like. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of so, nice. Um, it, They'll, you know, we'll know that it's because they're able to, like, hear it and then identify beginning ending sounds or whatever based on what they hear whereas mm-hmm. they aren't able to actually look at the word and read it gotcha on their own well maybe you'll have um, someone that comes out of the woodworks and surprises you and yeah so i mean you know or it could be the exact same and it would matter which is kind of right. what i'm hoping um because let's be honest you know my kids aren't necessarily gonna have like stellar auditory processing right but you know skills above their reading skills you know like i don't know that it'll be like that big of a difference Mm -hmm. where it's gonna skew it that bad so as long as i have like accurate data to track on then that's really all i care about it saves me like about 20 minutes per kid so i mean time management's a good thing so right well and we don't have time you know, right. like I had to try and teach, you know, all four subjects in three periods, three mm-hmm. hours essentially. So, okay. so all of this to say, the boom cards are on point, and I love them. But we're um, we had talked about looking at making comparisons between the interactive task cards versus the physical task cards um and seeing if they make equal progress Mm -hmm. um because we're able to use archival data 
um, which would be last year's two and a half months worth of task box data. Um, I could pull in from archive and Mm -hmm. then I would take new data solely on the boom card data on the same skills um, and to see if, you know, we're getting equal results um, while also implementing some other like of the structured teaching um, type of things, which um, are incorporating more visuals um, and things like that, which my kids will benefit from anyway. So um, we're going to maybe do like visual, like visual schedules, but like task-based visual schedules where they actually have to like move their pieces um, because they're a little older um, and that kind of thing. So I don't know. That's kind of, that's kind of where we, um, the tangent we took this afternoon when I was talking Mm -hmm. with, um, my friends at school as a a thing that may work um, because the in-person data I already have um, and the other data is going to be all virtual anyway whether Mm -hmm. they're in front of me doing it or at home doing it it won't matter but I'm sure there's something out there with Yes, I'm. I'm not not doubting there is stuff in existence. I'm just hoping that there is enough in the, out to there. To justify, yeah. Because I, I mean, I have to have ten, ten resources, at least. So. Well, the only good thing is you can always backsite if you have well, to. Well, and like... the thing, the thing with it too, though, is the fact that like. They don't all necessarily need to be about structured teaching because, like, I can do, I can pull um, articles about autism and I can pull articles about, like, routine and schedule and I can pull stuff about structured teaching and I can, so I have plenty to, like, go off of, um, subcategories to go off of within that concept. So I think it Mm -hmm. should be okay. Um, I mean, it's giving you a running start, if anything. So, like, fine tune it. And, like, I think instead of you being, I mean, I know you were on the call and you're like, I'm so stressed. And I'm like, it's fine. You'll be okay. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I think this it gives you, like, a, something to consider to think about, start looking at stuff so that you can, like, start gathering your stuff. Because, I mean, like I said, I'm not worried about you finishing. It's just. Right. Well, that's what I said yesterday. Like, when I get to the actual writing, <laughs> like, that, I'm not even at all stressed about writing it. I know how to write a paper. I've written, I don't know how many papers. That part isn't the part that is stressful. Yeah. The part that's stressful is the planning and the like committee process and the stuff that all happens and has to get approved before I even get to the writing portion. Being judged by your peers and other people. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> well, that's last. We don't have to worry about that till May. April, I mean, whatever well, it is. Well, that's, that's so nerve-wracking. Um, but I did find out today, um, I got an email from my... These were the worst of the ones that, like, my advisor was in the same room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, can you not? It's just not coming to be I great. I got a, an email from my advisor today, and um, she said that she will be my, like, chair or whatever, just like I had thought. 
And then she said, um, the plan is to have um, one faculty, at least one of the three, I mean, her plus one of the other two be from the education department and then um, someone that is outside of education. Oh, that's awkward. To have like, you know, a different perspective or whatever. I mean, I know most of them, like, it depends on the department. Like, mine, like, they not necessarily recommend outside of the department, but it has to be, like, a different, like, content area. Mm. Like, you can have one that's in, like, wildlife, and then you can have one that's in, like, straight toxicology. You know, like, you, they want you to, like, I mean, they encourage you to do after, but, like, I don't have any classes on main campus. I don't know anybody. Mm-hmm. So, like, it'd be awkward. Plus, like, I don't think, I mean, granted, like, I'm at a very, like, early stage of my research so I mean there could be something but like I already have my committee mostly set like I just have to fill out the paperwork and hopefully they agree but I'm not the people that I'm asking like it's like a no-brainer mm-hmm. so. and I I feel like um Dr. Anderson like because we are um a currently remote due to the pandemic but also because we are not an like an online only program um I believe that it sounds as though like that she sets up our committee for us. So I don't have to worry about like sending emails to random people. Like, right. Cause that was going to be stressful. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, I'm like desperate. <laughs> right. So maybe I'll just send a Dr. Anderson an email and be like, Hey, can we I see if Dr. Dr. J. J would do it? Dr. J. <laughs> Dr. J is like my favorite human being in the world. She's great. So enough about grad school, because I know that's so exciting for everyone else to hear about her woes and troubles that we're having <laughs> and all the stress and, and anxiety, you know, that causes. But Megan, please tell the listeners what Sage did this week. <laughs> oh my gosh. My dog friend. Let me tell you. And I love her, but she's so frustrating. Last week was, like, our first full week back, and she was, like, I don't know if she was rebelling or what, but she just tore my house apart every single day. I would come home at, like, one or two whenever I got off, and um, I would, like, come home to, like, stuff everywhere, like, ruining shoes and like there was one day she tore open a brand new like thing of toilet paper and got it all over the house and like newspaper and just like oh my gosh whatever she could find so I was like really stressed and like struggling uh, because I don't want to crate her I really really don't want to put her in a crate but I like didn't think I was going to have a choice and then we were going to get a gate but um, the other day I was over at my parents' house and, um, I was like sitting on their couch or whatever and Sage like couldn't find me because she like couldn't walk through the house like in between the couches yet because of where they were like situated. So I'm laying on the, their couch and she like wasn't able to find me and so she got like stressed. So this dog vaults herself over the back of my parents' couch. <laughs> And, like, their couch is, like, a decently tall backed couch. Like, you know, probably, like, 
midsection level ish, you know, like it's not like a t- like a short couch. So this dog was going to be able to jump over any gate that I could find. So that was out. So I like thought I really was going to have to crate her. So then over the weekend, um, I like got my act together and like cleaned up my living room and like, cause it was just really like depressing for a while because no matter what I did, even if I cleaned it all up, it was going to just get trashed again. And so I finally like was able to like, get to it and, really clean up everything and whatever and um this whole week she's been fine she has not chewed up anything we made it the whole like four day in-person work week so tomorrow i'll be home with her all day and we'll be able to monitor her and um hopefully she doesn't get into anything while i'm home um but then couple days ago um like tuesday maybe or so um she was playing with scooby-doo she loves her scooby-doo um and scooby-doo was already missing um part of his leg it he had a detached hip joint like a couple months ago um and was like holding on by i know right holding on by a thread and um i had recently bought a new um sewing kit so i like sewed him back together so i was like on the phone talking to you and um i finished sewing it back together so like i went to go give it to her and i went to play with it because the scooby toy has a very loud squeaker in it and she really loves his squeaker and so i went to like get the squeaker to go and there was no squeaker and then I was, like, searching the house. I'm pretty sure she ate it. Hasn't passed it, but, like, has been going to the bathroom. So, like, we're hoping all is good at the moment. Um, but, yeah. So, Sage ate the squeaker out of the toy. And uh, we're hoping for the best currently. Oh, God. <laughs> that it gets passed sometime soon. Yeah. Or maybe she did it actually eat it and it's just somewhere it rolled somewhere and let's hopefully. hope so, right? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't been able to find it and I've looked close part everywhere I can think of. <laughs> um so we'll hope, you know, it shows up in one way or another, but crazy dog is gonna mm-hmm. be the death of me. But, but she's, she's so, so cute. cute. <laughs> she's so freaky. Even if she hates me and doesn't want to talk to me over video call, it's fine. Yeah, yeah it's okay. I know. She's I know it's first choice. at the moment. <laughs> uh, I'm sure Roxy is too, but trying to record and that, those don't go together. <laughs> She's just too loud. Well, friends, thank you for going on this journey of this weekly stuff, but we shouldn't have to apologize because it's our podcast and we can pretty much do whatever we want. So, but Woo-hoo! thanks for listening to us talk and ramble as usual and our usual shenanigans. And hopefully, Sage, you know, maybe passes it. If not, I hope she's okay. We'll let but you yeah, know. So, yeah. We make so. progress. Yeah. So just thanks for listening to us and we'll see you next week. Yeah. Hi, friends. Thanks for sticking around. Stay awkward.
Kevin's back. <laughs>